Now it's time for Real Talk. Real Talk. Are you ready? Okay, Deacon. What are we talking about? Spiritual warfare. My, my. And that's definitely a good one. That's right. Do you have your war gear ready? I tell you. <laughs> the difference between deliverance and spiritual warfare is that deliverance is dealing with demonic bondage and getting a person set free. Hmm. Whereas spiritual warfare is resisting, overcoming, and defeating the enemy lies. I like that, Deacon. Offense versus defense is warfare. Okay. Spiritual warfare comes in two ways. Offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Offensive warfare is tearing down the strongholds of the enemy has formed in your mind through deception and accusations. And defensive warfare is guarding yourself against the tactics or scams of the devil. Wow. It's hmm. wartime. And the devil is alive and well. I tell you, it is wartime. There are three things that we can expect from the devil. The Bible tells us that we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against demonic forces. And those three things are deception, temptation, and accusations. Let's go into deception. To deceive someone means to make another person believe a lie or something that is not true. Our leader says it every day that day. <laughs> when the enemy sends deception your way, it is an attempt to deceive you into believing something that is not true. Have you heard that before? So you will fall into an error. Strongholds are built through deception. Satan deceived Eve, good old Eve, a lover to death, into believing that God's word was not true. That she will die as God say she would. Hmm. Yes, I heard that remark about Eve. <laughs> the second thing is temptation. Temptation often follows deception. First, the enemy tells us, you won't die. Then he makes the fruit on the forbidden tree look good to us. And since Eve accepted Satan's deception... His lie, she allowed herself to be deceived. Poor Don't be deceived. When the enemy tempts you, he's showing you the worm. And behind that worm is not a book, it's a hook. The word of God helps you see the hook behind the worm. <laughs> Number three, accusations. The devil is known as the accuser of the brethren. Revelation 12.10 He is known to take a believer who has done an embarrassing or gross sin in the past and continue to rub it in their faces and beat them down with guilt and condemnation over their past. I tell you, but there is a way <laughs> that we can deal with it. In dealing with deception and dealing with what the enemy has to throw at us, we have two weapons. The belt of truth, Ephesians 6 and 14, 
and the sword of the spirit, Ephesians 6 and 17, which is the word of God. Both are truth, which is found in God's word. So why are we using two different names? A sword and a belt? Because one is to be defensive, which is the belt, and the other is to be offensive, which is the sword. Amen. Turn down of strongholds. A stronghold is deception. They're taking hold in a person's mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's an incorrect thinking pattern based on a believed lie. People can get incorrect perception of God by listening to Satan as he tells them how God does not love them. And people can also feel like they're dirty old sinners when they believe Satan's accusations as he continually reminds them of their past. You see, accusation always leads to the guilt and the feeling of unworthiness, and it weighs you down. But I tell you, remember, you've got the sword and the shield. You've got the word of God. Use it. James 4, 7, we are told to resist the devil, and he will flee us. But it is not that simple. In the same verses, we are also told to draw near God. That's right, and in drawing near with God, there's a twofold process for you. Number one, you have to resist the devil and draw nigh to God. The closer you get to God and the more you become aware of his love, the less power temptation will have over you. Now, that's real talk. <laughs>